Hello, welcome to the Law of Asha podcast. This is Asha, and I am really excited to be back here for episode number two with you all. I just got back from a fit for service immersive, and I am integrating. (laughs) I am integrating. And it's been, mm, how many months has it been since the last summit or Fit for Service event I've been to? Last one I went to was in August. So that's what, September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April. So basically like eight months, that's so long. Considering I was going like every three to four months. And um, I didn't go in with like any, I didn't go in with like the usual intention I might go in with like, you know, um, in the past, like I've had intentions to like release something specifically or to call in something specific, but I didn't have that for this one. My whole focus going into this one was to focus on manifesting going. Um, So I was focused on manifesting it. Um, I went from um, not having the resources in order to go and then deciding that I was going to go because I kept getting visions of me dancing there feeling myself there at the event, that made me realize that, oh, okay, I'm I'm there. I'm already there. So um, now I'm just going to focus on feeling that feeling more and um, letting the pieces come together to allow me to um, go, to allow everything to manifest that needs to manifest in order to bring me there. And that all happened. And that was great. And so that was my main, that was all of my focus. Honestly, this was just in a way sort of like a manifestation experiment (laughs) as my life always is, Um, you know, desiring something um, that I don't have the current resources for and then manifesting this thing. And, And this going to this event was one of the things I manifested. And so that was my focus going into it. And so going through the event, going through experiences, you know, enjoying them, you know, learning things, um, remembering things, um, getting um, great refreshers on things I already knew, but it had been a while since I sort of thought about them or looked into them. And then, of course, the people, which is the event. It is. It's the people. It's the coaches, it's the other attendants, it's the old friends that I haven't seen in a long time, and it is the like refreshing, excited, innocent new people, and I just love connecting with the people and just swimming through that pool of energy and just seeing, um, you know, who I'm attracted to, um, who I connect with. And 
It was really, really amazing. But I wasn't expecting to have anything come up. I wasn't expecting to have really have any work to do per se. Um, and I think that was for the best that I didn't expect any of that because I suppose in a way it allowed me to receive exactly what I needed to uh, without my mind getting in the way of what I thought I should be receiving. I feel like we all know what that feels like, right? <laughs> you have a certain idea of what you're going to experience and then when you experience it's different. You know, sometimes it could be a little bit more difficult to receive that because that's not what you went in for. So you've got some story about it. But I didn't have any of that, thank goodness, this time. And so I um, so I was able to receive what was offered to me. I was able to have something come up something emotional come up and was given an opportunity to um, look at that and transmute it. And I did. And it, it felt like a big deal. It felt like such a big deal at the time. And I went through this like internal battle of like whether or not I even wanted to talk to anyone about it. Because I usually work through my stuff by myself. And a connection I just made is that most of my stuff that comes up has just to do with me and me, just me and my mind doesn't really have much to do with anyone else. And so in the past, spirit has often um, prevented me, <laughs> um, guided me away from sharing when I'm in the midst of something because I'm meant to work through it because spirit has already given me the tools I need in order to um, coach myself transmute whatever this is and um, going to another person and getting their energy mixed up in it when I'm not clear has resulted in <laughs> just like chaos. So Generally, I don't share when I am still processing something, but I'll share and reflect afterwards. But in this instance, I knew I was going through something and I knew what the end goal was. So it wasn't like I was like in other confusion, you know, I knew what the end goal was. And I was surrounded by like at least 100 people in this room. And it felt like spirit was guiding me to utilize this resource, utilize these people to help me because why not? And they also were a part of it. So um, let me stop speaking in a vague way and I'll get more specific about what actually happened. So 
I was at the systolic dance party and I was dressed up and like a cute bikini and I had on like a halter top on top of my bikini top and um, I just had on my bikini bottoms and I had all this really beautiful glow in the dark paint and um, you know I had like some costume items on it was really fun everyone was dressed up and I was having a good time and it was probably like I mean, like, so this whole dancing thing was last about five hours. And I, at one point and earlier, I decided even before I left, no, 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 no. Before I even went to the event, when I was picking out my outfit at home in my room where I am right now, when I picked out the outfit, I was like, oh yeah, I'll come in with like, my skirt on over my bikini bottoms and with this top on over my bikini top. But that's just to go in. And then I'll take those things off. And it wasn't even, I didn't even give it a second thought because I felt, I felt secure. There wasn't even an insecure thought in there. It felt, I felt secure. And I felt worthy of that. And I felt I loved myself in that moment. And I was like, yes. And that's what inspired me. My inner being was like, yes, that's what we're doing. And I was like, yes, that's what we're doing. Me and me were in agreement. And so fast forward to in the space, in the dancing, I felt like leaving the top on, the halter top over my bikini top on a much longer. And that felt fine. But it got to a point where I really wanted to take it off. And this, my mind said, well, we don't look good enough. It said, I'm not in shape enough. I'm not fit enough. I'm not. Um, I need to lose weight. Like all these thoughts about me, all these thoughts about me not being enough and about my appearance not being enough and about me um, needing to keep myself covered because of that. And so I knew that this was a contradiction to what I'd already decided. And I've said this before, but the worst feeling in the world is when you make a decision and then contradict yourself, right? When you make a decision from a place of love and then you contradict that desire from a place of fear. Oh man, I feel so bad. And I was, that was, I was feeling it. I was feeling so bad. It was like feeling this like internal like separation. And it was just like, oh, like I couldn't even enjoy myself. I couldn't even enjoy the dancing because I had this internal battle going on inside of me. And I was trying to like talk myself through it. I was trying to work through it. And I was like, I know that this other perspective, this perspective of lack, of fear, 
It's just a story. And I know that's not how I really feel because I remembered how I feel when I made the decision initially. And I was still having trouble. I was still having trouble just doing this, taking taking the simple action of taking off my halter top. I probably <laughs> struggled with that. I don't, I can't even speculate on time because I didn't check my phone the entire event. So I don't know how long I was wrestling with this, but it was too long um, because it was uncomfortable. <laughs> so I, um, I went and found my sister, Scarlett, and um, bless Scarlett. If you're listening to Scarlett, I love you. And I told her, I asked her if we could chat. And she was like in the middle of her dancing. She was getting it. And she was like, yeah, you know, let me finish the song and then we can go chat. And I was like, that's, that works. And so she came and found me after some time. And then we went outside to chat. And, um, and I just told her, told her I'm feeling like, like self-conscious, um, about myself. I like my appearance. And I told her that I wanted to like take off my halter top because that was the plan. But then I was like having trouble doing that um, because I didn't feel good enough. And I was feeling bad about my appearance. And just saying that, like I just burst in tears. Like I couldn't even stop myself from crying. And, um, she just held space for me and, you know, really encouraged me and validated me. Um, it reflected back to me that, um, you know, I'm helping process this for the whole group. And I know that that's true because I felt this before, you know, prior static dances. And it's often a common feeling to feel that ecstatic dances that, you know, I look weird, you know, I... You know, I can't do that because someone might see me and I may, they might judge me or, um, you know, what is, you know, that person's got a cooler outfit than I have, or that person looks better in their clothes than I look in mine or that person, you know, like that comparison can come up, but even in the lack of comparison, there's often a like, you know, us not, you know, loving ourselves enough to allow ourselves to just be free. And, um, and then I just suddenly remembered that I was at an ecstatic dance and that ecstatic dances, the whole point is to release things and call things in. And it is in and of itself a ceremony. <laughs> um, it's a modality. And I was like, of course, this came up during ecstatic dance. That was the point. And just like my sister Scarlett's reflections and then just my realization of like, duh, like <laughs> this is the point, um, made me feel so much better. It just like, it just like lifted. I just felt like I was so much lighter and I felt like I was gaining momentum and a more better, in a more better feeling direction. I was giving more, begin to give more focus to the real truth of the matter, 
which is, this is a healing space and I'm healing right now. And I'm helping other people heal by working through this and by me being my truest, freest self, I'm giving other people permission to do the exact same thing. And that's what I ultimately experienced, seeing the other gorgeous men and women at this event being free triggered something in me that made me realize that I was holding myself back and it felt terrible. And so that prompted me to look at what I was doing, what I was thinking, what I believed that was preventing me from having that experience that they were having. And with all of that in mind, it was very easy at that point to think action. And I like immediately like undid my halter top and I threw it on the ground really dramatically. <laughs> and then I was like, uh, fuck that. <laughs> and I just threw it on the ground. Um, and then I, and then I picked it back up and like put it in my backpack. <laughs> and then I just confidently walked back into the space to the dancing and just danced and it was no big deal. And also I got lots of compliments on my swim top. Um, but that moment, like that whole transmutation process, that pivoting process, um, I can feel it carrying over into other aspects of my life and into other situations. And I mean, it hasn't even been a full 24 hours since, you know, that happened. And I can already feel and see the difference. And I'm just, just even reflecting on like some conversations I've had with people during that event. Um, there are tones of that, of that theme of, self-image, appearance, worthiness, being free, you know, you know, being, allowing yourself to be seen and being seen as like, um, you know, prominent, a big person, big personality, a big presence. And um, it's just really cool. <laughs> it's just really cool when you can just see how all the threads connect and you're like, ah, yeah, this wasn't just a random thing. And it's never random, of course, but it's, it's very satisfying when you can see how it all is connecting. You're like, ah, <sighs> yeah. So I'm very, I feel very good about that. And I've just been reflecting on it and wanted to share that with you guys. This, this relates to everything else that I do, especially from a business perspective. I have a YouTube channel. I'm on camera. I have this podcast. I share my voice. I... You know, I write 
poetry, prose, books, all sorts of things. And these are ways in which, you know, I allow myself to be seen. But there's just something about, you know, physical appearance that's that's different from the rest. And, you know, there's so much programming around appearance and what is acceptable and what is beautiful and what isn't and what is attractive and what isn't and what's proper and what isn't and all that's bullshit all of that is just meant to control and keep people in a place of fear none of it's necessary the only thing that matters to me about my appearance is whether I'm happy with it or not. Whether it feels like the truest iteration or manifestation of me at that moment. That's all that matters. And that's all that should matter to you. And so coming at it from that perspective, it's like, how can I bring this knowledge, this understanding of I am beautiful as I am. I am accepted as I am. And it's okay. It's more than okay to be who I am. And by being me, I give others permission. I heal others. I uplift others. I inspire others. How can I bring that into what I already do? How can I bring that into the YouTube videos that I make, into the content that I create? How can I bring that into how I structure my business and my offerings to serve me better? How can I bring this into working with my clients? How can I bring this into how I interact with my friends and my family? How I interact with, you know, all of the wonderful people that exist out in the world that I interact with, you know, at the grocery store, you know, running errands, you know, at the restaurants, you know, all these places that we go and there's people with eyes most of them, (laughs) you know, how can I bring this understanding and continue to embody it in all these situations? And it's a question that I don't need to answer. I really don't. Because in every situation, it's going to be different. What's being what, how that's going to manifest and what's going to be called for me. But just simply knowing that my intention is to embody this, it will occur. I'll be given a choice. You know, Um, it's quite possible. I feel that, you know, at least probably for a little bit, I'm going to be manifesting situations where I'm starkly aware of the choice I can make out of love and the choice I can make out of fear. And each time... I will choose to make the choice out of love. 
I will choose it because I understand that by doing that, I free myself. And in a moment, it might feel challenging. It might feel hard. I mean, I don't know how it might feel. It might feel easy. I'm, I'm rooting for ease, (laughs) but however it feels, um, I will make the choice out of love because that's what I want more of in my life. And that's, I want to be more myself. And, you know, how can we ever be more ourselves if we don't choose to be? (laughs) It just doesn't work the other way around. The more you choose not to be yourself, the more you're not yourself. So you have to make the choice in the moment when it comes. And so I am vowing to myself that I will make the choice out of love when the moment comes because it's worth it to be me because I love myself so much that I want to keep becoming myself. Yeah. So what I want you to do, what I want you to consider is what opportunities do you have right now to embody yourself, to honor yourself, and complete truth in your self-image, in your appearance. I guarantee you some things will come up. There are some opportunities you can pinpoint right now to do that. And I challenge you with love (laughs) to do those things, to do them, to begin preparing to do them and plan to do them and execute it and do it and then report back to me. Myself personally, an opportunity I have to do that is to in my next YouTube video to wear what I really want to wear, to wear what maybe, to wear what I've thought is inappropriate or quote-unquote not professional or quote-unquote too risque or quote-unquote, you know, attention-seeking when what it really is is what makes me happy and what makes me shine and what makes me feel like the Asha-iest Asha I can be. And all those other perspectives on it are just judgment and lies and stories that hold me back from really being who I want to be and being comfortable in myself. So that's an opportunity that I have to do that. Another opportunity that I have is to wear whatever I want to wear when I leave the house. That's my other opportunity. I feel like this is probably yours too, (laughs) but it's, you know, not limiting myself to only wearing certain clothes out. You know, it's not being like, oh, well, I don't have an occasion to wear this outfit, so I won't wear it. Or, um, or I'm worried about this outfit getting messed up, so I won't wear it. You know, these restrictions we often create on ourselves 
about what we can and can't wear or what's worth it or not. And also the, the, um, I just blanked. (laughs) I forgot the other example for that, but you get what you get the gist. That's my other opportunity. And so I feel like that's a common one. So I'm going to challenge you to do that because I feel like that's, that's probably something for everyone, but you know, come up with at least two opportunities that you can act on within the next seven days to make a choice and love of yourself when it comes to your self-image and your appearance, you know, how you're presenting to the world. And give yourself this. This is really a gift to be true to you, like really, really true to you. Like that's a gift to yourself and to the world. Cause you're, you move different when you are in true full embodiment. When you're exactly the way you want to be, you feel so good and people can feel that people are moved by it. People are attracted to you. Things go smoother for you. It's really a tool appearance. It's such a powerful one, you know, you know, think about the last time you, you know, you saw a person, <laughs> which probably wasn't that long ago. And just think about as soon as you saw them, all these ideas came up about who that person is and what they're like. That's a big deal. And we're doing that all the time. And so why not have what the other person picks up on be actually you? you, not some like facade or not some just bland, you know, generic canvas, you know, so many people dress the same nowadays. Um, but there are also lots of really individual, unique, creative people out there. And you can be one of those if you like in your own special way. I'm not saying you need to wear like bright neon colors (laughs) or like animal ears or anything like that. But it's like, if you did, it's not a big deal. It's like, it's really not like, it's just clothes. And so if it's just clothes, you know, why not wear the ones that make you happy? There's no good reason. And the reason for it is an extremely good reason. And you are that reason. So that's my challenge to you. That's my offering to you. I really do hope this serves you. And I would love to hear back from you. What your experience with that is. I love to know if you related to this or if you've had a similar experience. I really want to thank you for listening. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Thank you for engaging with me on this. Thank you for holding space for me and for yourself and for everyone, all of us here. And thank you for 
coming to the Law of Asher podcast. I'm definitely going to do more. My intention is more frequently. (laughs) And if there's any questions you have for me, any comments that you have, any topics you want me to discuss or you want my opinion on, please submit them. I love questions. I love coaching. I love helping. I love talking, clearly. (laughs) So submit your questions. And I love to tell you what I think and channel through some motherfucking wisdom. So I think I'm going to end this here. I love you so much. I bless you. And I hope you have a beautiful day. Bye.